how is it going? How are things? You're very welcome to another episode of Ballin' Kill Buzz. As usual, I am the host, and I don't really disclose my name at this point, but I probably should. Uh, this is a place where you can temporarily escape life's troubles, struggles, and any other things that you want to add in there. So yeah, you can just sit back, relax, take it all in, and avoid your avoid the reality of your life. I chat to all sorts of humans, including myself, life, self-improvement, random stuff as well. So without further ado, let's get into tonight's episode. This week's episode is with Judy Fitzgerald. So she's a model, a pro fitness athlete, a nutritionist, a fitness coach, a frontline worker, and also makes time to have an OnlyFans as well. So she reveals the truth about being an OnlyFans model, Irish attitudes towards modeling, and I suppose being different as well. Um... And as well as the disciplined lifestyle she leads to achieve her goals. That's all in tonight's episode and much, much more. There's there's a fair amount of stuff you've done in fairness. I was just reading through all this. Like I was just reading through different bits of achievements and reading through your Instagram and different bits of um like articles. Like there, I'll just read out a few of them. I'm probably going to miss a few bits here. But Miss Bikini Ireland uh, winner, um, pro athlete, obviously a strict enough, strict enough uh, regime, training regime and stuff, um, a nutritionist and a frontline worker and also have time to fit in an OnlyFans into that. So I don't know how you do it all. It seems like you have a lot to fit into 24 hours. Like Yeah, like just say this in the morning, I'd be up at like half five and then I'd be in the gym for six and then I'd start, I'd have to be in work for half seven. I start a quarter to eight, then I work till half four and then I usually go to the gym after work and then I kind of catch up with everything online then when I get back from work and I just change my hours so that I'd have the weekends off you know to do my modeling events and then in the evenings as well I um catch up on kind of everything online and get some more training in so you you go to the gym twice a day yeah Jesus at the moment I have to go twice a day because I'm four weeks out from a show but in my off season I'd only go like once a day maybe five days a week and so you're going twice a day now. Are you like trying to cut down for the? Yeah, is this like a mo- this a modeling weight. competition? Yeah, so I'm trying to cut weight for the show. Jesus, and what's it like trying to cut weight? Is it? I'm it's hard it's tough. because you you lose energy, you know, because your carbs get reduced. Uh, like you always keep your protein intake the same, really, because you don't want to lose um muscle, but you reduce your carbs. And, you know, you need like carbs for energy, but, um, you know, they say you have like prep brain or baby brain, you kind of get forgetful. Like I was in the gym today and I was like, I actually put my, my pants on backwards. <laughs> today. Like I was looking in the mirror, I was like, that's the logo and it's on the back. I was like, I put my pants on backwards. Like you just get like baby brain because you're so tired from you know, the workout and like prepping your meals and everything. You've tried to get your sleep in. It's really... um it's kind of you have to be really really disciplined then you can't like drink alcohol eat sugar um those kind of things is you kind of of sacrifice um the weeks before the show for the show so that is it like a six-week period where like no sugar no drink no like just your complete discipline is it is it just that period or is it like obviously you have to stay disciplined all the time like you can't just eat shit for like the period before that but is it just like intense discipline where you can't put a foot wrong for them six weeks like um usually I do like a 16 week kind of come up to the show that I'd start I kind of start my prep but then it gets stricter as you get near the show 
But right. 16 weeks out, I'd usually be kind of getting back into my routine. I wouldn't, I would try not to be drinking alcohol, eating sugar, things like that. Right. And so. even like, uh, like I try to not eat uh, processed foods as well in those 16 weeks. Right. So how much, like, what weight do you drop for, like, so you're, like, normal weight. Would you, how much do you actually drop to, like, competition weight? How much um, difference, roughly? I'd say I don't drop that much. I'd say I drop, I definitely drop over 5 kg. Maybe 5 to 10 kg. Right. Jesus, yeah. Um, And do you ever, definitely like... 5 kg. Yeah, fucking hell. That, that is a lot, yeah. Um, And do you ever, like... um. Obviously, it's tough, like, stay disciplined. I'm assuming, like, you see other people going out and whatever, drinking or whatever, um, eating chocolate bars. Like, it's it's probably quite tough at times. Is, do you, is that a, that's, that's probably the toughest part of it. Obviously, there's a tough training regime. Is that, that's probably something it takes time to get used to, I'm assuming. The, the social life is, yeah. And see, I wouldn't have ever been, like, a really big drinker. Like, even when I was in college, I'd spend more time getting ready than pre-drinking like I would never be a really uh big drinker so it doesn't really bother me not drinking part because I just say oh I'm driving like just say today I had a baby shower and um they were all drinking but I just said I'm driving I work in the morning no one said anything then some people like would I know when I started like people would kind of put you under pressure do you know they'd be like why aren't you drinking do you know kind of being like you're weird so why aren't you drinking but I think now people don't really want. Yeah, it's it's a very tough thing to say in Ireland that you're not drinking. You do definitely look like the black sheep. I've tried it a few times. It's, it's you do come up against resistance whenever you try to, um, whenever you don't want to drink. It's you definitely do end up coming off the black sheep. But um, did you say the with, it's the same with eating healthily? Like when I'm in work, like they think it's so alien to be eating healthy, like because do you know people working in healthcare, like they get a lot of takeaways, they don't really eat properly. So then when I become new at my meals prepped, like my meals look good, but they'd be like, what are you eating? Oh, I don't know how you eat that. Whereas like, do you know if somebody was, or like they'd be saying like, I'm too thin or like they'd make nasty comments. Like they'd be like, oh, you've no ass and boobs anymore. Or you look anorexic or they'd be like, um, where's Judy? Oh, she's probably off eating her fish and greens. Or if she turns <laughs> out, she'd be marked absent. Or they'd be like, if somebody gave us a box of chocolates, they'd be like, oh, Judy, you having chocolate? And I'd be like, no, I'm fine, thanks. They'd be like, why? What is it going to do to you? Have a chocolate, do you know? Yeah. But it's like, if I was not prep, I'd have a chocolate. But because I have a show, I don't want to be like eating shit foods and then having to like work it off. Joe, so they don't really understand. But it's like in Ireland, if you are trying to be healthy, like if you don't drink or you um, eat healthy, you're like the black sheep. But if you like eat really unhealthy you know you're overweight you're like drink a lot like you're cool do you know what kind of way yeah whereas in other countries it's the opposite like they all want to be eating healthy and encouraging everyone to eat healthy but here they nearly knock you if you're you know eating healthy like I've talked to a few people that said you know when they were in work and they were trying to get their protein and if they had a protein shake people would nearly be like looking at them so strangely because they were taking a protein shake, you know, like it was drugs or something. Yeah. It's it's hard to believe. Like it's it's pure like utter jealousy. Like it just I can't understand like how people can get knocked for like trying to be healthy. It just makes like absolutely no sense. You do get looked on as like 
this kind of like intense I think like Irish people have a thing that they want to be like easy going and just seen as like kind of flowing along with things and but as you say like the thing about the food like the difference when you actually eat healthy like the energy it gives you like you talk about like working out like twice a day in this period like you can't do that if you're eating shit food like just it does it you can't sustain like yeah like I find I actually like when I'm on prep like when I'm not on prep I don't know you've no kind of like set goal or you've no proper routine when I'm on prep I've loads of energy like when I go to gym like I mightn't like getting up going to gym but once I'm there and I've done like I feel great then for the whole day yeah no it's a class feeling like yeah um how much modeling things have you actually won I've done loads of uh different like pageants like I did like um I did like Miss Limerick I even did the Rose Tralee first I did Miss Bikini Ireland and I won that and then I represented Ireland in the world in Swimsuit USA then I did my first um fitness model show it was the NIFMA one it's like a natural fitness model contest and I did that and I won the three categories I entered and the overall and then I went on to the UK show. It was uh, Pure Elite and I got my pro card. I came first and got my pro card and I went to the Worlds in that show. And then I competed in WBFF. The first year I competed, it ended up being virtual. The shows were cancelled over COVID. So I won the, the virtual and then I won like a People's Choice Award because a part of it was like um, people had to vote for you to win. And then I got like a spread in a fitness magazine as well for winning that. And now I'm just still competing in that show. Like I just came back from representing Ireland in the world and I'm going to Atlantic City now. It's the last show of the year, first weekend of December. And there's no shows announced for the new year. So I just said, I'll do this one and then I'll give myself a good break. Oh yeah, well, well deserved. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, is it what's what is the toughest? Like, I always think I was actually talking to someone who was I talk. Um, it wasn't a model. I I can't actually. I'm trying to rack my brains to think who I was actually talking about this before, but um, they mentioned the thing about like body confidence and like um, like you're obviously up on stage. Like there's like I don't know hundreds, like plenty of people looking at you. Like, um. Does that ever enter your mind? Is that a thing like that you're like, you're kind of a bit insecure about your body at all? Or like, does that come into your mind at all? I actually think I find it way easier going away competing because like, just say, I remember when I did New York Fashion Week, like I wasn't nervous at all because I didn't know anyone in the audience, you know, very well. You get me? So like I, I had no like nerves. And you know, when I do these shows, like the people in the audience, a lot of them I wouldn't know. So I know no one's going to be knocking me for what I look like or anything like that. So I don't really get that nervous on stage. Like I think it'd be much harder if I had to walk out in a bikini and all my family and friends were there. Do you get me? And, you know, or like other people like that, you know, might be like begrudging me or stuff like that. But when I'm over there, I don't really feel like that. I enjoy it. I don't really feel nervous. I just enjoy the stage. You don't really think about the people in the audience as well when you're going out on stage because you kind of have this routine in your head that you need to do. So you're more focused on that and kind of showing off what you've been working hard over the last couple of weeks before the show to the judges. You're like you're basically trying to bring your best package to stage for the judges to showcase it on stage for them. Um, and what is the routine? Is it just like kind of poses and stuff or is that? Yeah, poses. 
so it's it's poses but you're kind of trying to show off your physique as well in the poses and it's like they they want it to be like you know fast and like kind of entertaining in the um like everyone it's kind of they want you to show off your personality like no one really comes out and does the same routine as someone else right okay um yeah no it's it's an interesting thing yeah it's um yeah, I only kind of would have known. I wouldn't have looked at many like the female ones. I just would like the likes of Mr. Olympians. That well, are they really the same? That's kind of a bodybuilding. Bodybuilding, yeah. See, yeah, I, that's kind of different, isn't it? It's a bit different. So I do fitness modeling because like mine's like a softer look. I do the bikini category, but if I was doing the bikini category in a bodybuilding show, it'd be more muscular kind of look. But I just think because I do modeling, I was just recommended to stick with the fitness modeling because some of the companies I'd be working with, they mightn't like that kind of look. They kind of prefer the more not modelly look. Kind of that, that, look. Yeah. So you have to like transition from like, like the muscular thing to the, like, do you have to do that a few times a year, like muscular to like the softer look? Like that, that, that sounds extremely tough. Like it's tough to be in any shape of it, like, but the transition. Yeah, like for, for my shows, I'm basically lean. Do you know, I'm lean and I'm, like everyone has muscle and it's under the body fat. So I basically lean down so that I look leaner for stage, like, and you look more muscly for stage. But then after that, like you put on the weight, like quickly and you're back to normal, you know, like a softer look, like it's actually hard to stay lean all year round. Like you'd have to be in a calorie deficit all year round. But if you were in a calorie deficit all year round, you wouldn't improve. Like you wouldn't build any uh, muscle. So that's why you always have an off season so that you can, back looking a bit better than the last time and i'm assuming you get like a month or two in the year where you can just sit back and just like eat shit and just like enjoy yourself yeah like i'll finish this show first weekend of december and then i'm just going to don't take time off like i'll have joe christmas i can enjoy christmas my birthday's in january so i'll enjoy that as well then like don't be valentine's in february you know paddy's day in march and then like i'll kind of start looking probably then like what show would I do next it's great to have like the bit of the balance because like it would be very tough like for you to train like 12 months of the year like and just staying like obviously like there's plenty of people who do it they train 12 months a year once a day and they're extremely disciplined but like you do probably like you probably would go a slight bit insane if you had to do it like every single day like you you kind of at least you can sit back and whatever like whenever you take your break and say look at least I deserved it and I worked I worked hard to earn this break I think that's that's better than training for 12 months and killing yourself. Like, yeah, see, I think your body does need a break because when you're on prep, like your body does get very run down because you're eating like really low calories. So it wouldn't be good to be doing that all year round. And you're pushing your body kind of to the extremes, you know, with the training and the cardio, like you you couldn't sustain that all year round and be really healthy because you just get really run down. Yeah, and I've have you seen anyone in like the the industry who has like just just gone to nothing because they've tried to sustain like like calorie deficit, like training twice a day, and just tried to go like really really extreme. Have have you ever seen anyone who tried to do that? Yeah, I have, and I just find uh, some people they just look wrecked. Then, like Joe, you see, they just look wrecked from it all, like really tired. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 not a good look. Like you, you can tell like people just look fucking drained. I did I saw a few pictures of um a few people who tried to do it. Um 
Can I ask about the OnlyFans? How did you start that? So I started that over a year ago. A photographer just recommended that I go on it because my all Americans, like just everyone that does my shows, they're all on OnlyFans, but a lot of them be Americans. So over there, OnlyFans is seen as another social media platform. Like it'd be the same as Instagram and everything. And basically, like if you go on to the OnlyFans, like Instagram or their website, like it's basically a platform that you can share exclusive content and then people can unlock it, but you're not meant to share that content anywhere else. But like Instagram's doing one now, like they're offering a subscription service. So you can nearly like turn your Instagram, like have like nearly like an OnlyFans on your Instagram, but it'd be like run by Instagram, but it'd be kind of their uh, spin on it. But the idea was, is that like, I looked at all the girls that are doing my shows that are on it and all their page, like their page, a lot of them would be coaches. So their Instagram is all fitness and coaching. So they're sharing all fitness posts and then they're getting people to sign up to their coaching platforms. But then they're also are they're glamour girls. Like Joe, the shows I do, they're glamorous. Like you be in like a bikini and you go out in a ball gown and like the routine's kind of like sassy as well. And like I'd be known as like a glamour girl before I used to always be in the papers in like, bikinis or like lingerie so the photographer was saying you should just do what like all those girls are doing you shouldn't be posting those lingerie shoots for free like any like glamour shoots you should you know get people to subscribe and on your instagram have like just say like i do coaching as well like i've uh, i'm launching a coaching platform it should be out now in december so all my instagram will be all about like fitness and wellness and my shows and then all the glamour stuff would be all on my OnlyFans. Do you get me? And like, if someone wants wants to contact me, like I don't contact anyone back on any social media platform that I don't know, but on OnlyFans I will because they pay a subscription every month. Do you get me? So they're paying me for my time. Whereas if I was writing back to like everyone, like I wouldn't be able to like write back to everyone all day and waste my time and not even get a Joe paid for it. Do you know, if someone wants to chat to me or whatever, if they're paying a subscription, I'll write back to them. But like I'm not going to be writing back to people do for no reason that I don't know. Yeah. Um, and not to be like, like, all, like all the celebrities are on it. Yeah. They, yeah. Are they all on it? Yeah. Yeah. Mo- most like most people anywhere on it that I know. Yeah. Um, not to be too like intrusive rotten, but like, what do you actually do on the only, or what does anyone do? Like I haven't like subscribed to any of them, but like, what do, like everyone does different things. Like there's coaches on it. There's like, you know, people that even own car companies and like they, you don't not see the inside of the car or like chefs that are not to see my recipe or like, like mine would be like, I'd put up a photo shoot and you'd have to not see the rest of it. You know, I'd put it out in like a bundle, but I'm always posting like different shots, like, and people would tip on the pictures or they'd mess you. Like they might send you special requests or things like that. Right, right um does this um i was i think i had someone who had an only fans on before and they said the amount of like this maybe it was just because of the content she was posting but she said like the amount of like just weirdos who would subscribe to her she nearly had to just block a certain amount of now i don't know does that happen with everyone maybe it just depends on like the type of content that you bring out and who like i don't know maybe it attracts a different like um did you do you have any of that kind of clientele just well, like I would have got like a lot of that on. I don't really get that on my OnlyFans, but I 
got that a lot on Snapchat because there was like no profile. Like, Joe, there'd be no profile picture, no proper name for the person. And they'd be like, send dick pics and stuff. And I'd have to like block them. I used to get a lot of that on Snapchat. That's why I don't like use Snapchat because I just don't like how there's no profile picture. I don't know who's messaging me. And like, they can just send whatever they want. Yeah. Oh, I would have thought OnlyFans would be worse than Snapchat because it is, it's, it's kind of a sexual app. Like it is, is it mainly, I, well, from what I've seen, but it, I, I, could I, be I think in, in Ireland, it got well known for people making a lot of money because just say like the biggest earners are like sex workers in general. Like, but when people started doing that kind of stuff on OnlyFans in Ireland, it made like a lot of publicity. So in Ireland, OnlyFans is like associated with explicit content or whatever. But like over in like other countries, it's not like it wouldn't be just seen as that. Like because if someone goes into OnlyFans like on their website or Instagram, they don't like promote themselves as that kind of platform. But I know in Ireland, it's kind of seen as that. Like if someone's OnlyFans, they think you're doing porn. Yeah, that... To be but honest, I don't think porn on my OnlyFans. Yeah, now that was probably what I half thought. Like, um, I that shows I should have researched a bit more. Um, but that that is what most Irish people think now. That's genu that's generally what I thought now. So, so what others? So as you said, like you do, like you show like photo shoots and stuff like that, and um, so it's literally just like a social media app. I did not, I should have researched this actually, but I, I didn't know that at yeah, all. Yeah, it's like, it's like a social media app. Like you have a profile picture, you have a description in your bio, then you just share pictures, but people can tip on the pictures. Whereas on Instagram or any other platform, you can't tip on the pictures. Then I can send out messages and I can add a price for it. You get me to unlock this message. This is the price, do you know? And then you can have a free only fans page or you can have um uh joe uh page that you pay a subscription for i had both but then i had a joe company kind of take over my only fans and just to kind of review it or whatever and they said you shouldn't have a free page because like why would you offer joe someone a free page then they'll all want that page rather than the other one so i just deleted the the free one and just had the paid subscription page but it's basically meant to be a platform that your fans can connect with you like just say if they're a celebrity and you really want to talk to them that you could go onto this platform and you could message them and they'll reply whereas you couldn't get that on any other platform like that was the kind of whole idea of OnlyFans oh right okay well that's yeah, okay that's completely like if people just go on to OnlyFans their Instagram then they'll kind of know what it's meant to be for like because there's singers basketball players like strong men everyone on it bodybuilders models chefs like everything people in businesses okay right geez this is a big education now i did not know that at all um like considering i taught this what do you like there i'm assuming like you might have had a bit of explain like just to your parents and stuff like did any because, like, as we say, like, in Ireland, there is a, like, the way, like, people have been influenced by, like, the Catholic Church and stuff over the years, there probably is a thing, you know, people, what I did anyway, I associated only, I associated only fans with kind of, like, whatever, like, nudity or something anyway, like, so that would be a no-no for, like, the next, the higher generation of Irish people, like, was, was there any, 
any backlash against it when you went on OnlyFans from parents or friends or anyone? Um, I not from my family, no, but for like some friends like made comments being like, Oh, like you Joe, you shouldn't be on that, like that doesn't suit you. And I'm like, Do you know I I, I was posting the same kind of stuff to Instagram for free? So like Joe, you know, nothing I'm sharing, I like wouldn't feel comfortable. Do you get me? So you know I don't really have any issues with it like no one really like no one recently really has said anything I remember when I first went on it actually my wife's sister did say something when I first went on it but then she was just then they all just thought it was a good idea because like I could be posting that content for free and now I can get paid for posting that content or paid to message my fans back and not be wasting my time do you know and not getting paid for it do you get me like it's like they're paying for my time if they want to talk to me or get to know me it's like they can just subscribe to my only fans page yeah that's whereas true. i'm not going to message them back on any other platform yeah and there would be like less messages like if they're only subscribers so that, yeah that is true as well you're you're dealing with the hardcore fans like um yeah, and then as well like i can share do you know all my glamour shoots like lingerie and all that whereas by not posting them to my instagram it's better do you know for my nursing and everything because i know before like um do you know, I get jealous girls in work. So like, just say, for example, like one girl, do I remember she was, um, I was Joe, a perceptor for a student. And she said, oh, did you ever see Judy social media? And like, the girl was like, no, like she was, do you know, Joe younger, like Joe studying or whatever to be a nurse. And I was looking after her and I always kept like, do you know, my freshman life separate to my wedding. So if people were asking me in work, what are you doing the weekend? I could have an event on, but I'd be like, oh, I'm cleaning my house. I'm painting or doing something like that so yeah. I wouldn't be like telling people what I'm actually doing because I'd want to keep the two both like separate but she was literally like look at Judy and it was literally me like at a lingerie shoot you know and uh, or she showed it to like a doctor another day do you know what kind of way and she remember she had me as her picture on her um tinder so someone said oh I saw you on tinder and I was like I'm not on tinder and then they sent me a picture. I was like, oh, yeah, she's on the board. But she was the one that was literally going around trying to say, oh, my God, look at her. Chalking away. And then she was using my picture for her Tinder profile. Jeez. It was a picture of me and her. But, you know, people, I think it was just me and her. Do you get me? So, yeah, she no one knew which like whose Tinder profile yeah. it actually was. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I don't you know. Like I used to get you know, people in work and now I can because I don't really post that content to social media it's better do you know like if someone wants to see those shoots they can go on to my only fans and access them there but they won't see them kind of anywhere else like i did like joe body tape shoot and i kind of kept that exclusive to my to only fans page or to all my lingerie shoots anything like that like i used to do like loads of shoots for like you know, different times a year and um now I kind of like loads of theme shoots and all that. Like I keep them all now for my OnlyFans and I'm going to just try and keep the rest of my social media more fitness related. And, you know, just because it's better to get clients and everything that way. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and what what's the plan for the next six months? We'll say you've obviously said like bits of uh, you're planning for um, a fit. Jeez, uh, what did you fucking told me? Uh, modeling competition that's what you're planning for at the moment isn't it yeah so i have the modeling contest the first week end of december 
I'm bringing out an ebook. It'll be the beginner's guide to home workouts. I spent like all COVID writing it because those people during COVID were like, oh, will you write me like a training program do for a home workout? But I said, you know what, I'm just going someone said, oh, you should write a book on it, like, and then just give it out to them because you've so many people asking you. So then I said, oh, yeah, I'll write a book. But it actually like took so long. I didn't realize it takes so long. Like I only literally um, just finished it. I just have an editor kind of doing the finishing touches on it and then I've my coaching app launching in December as well and I'm just hoping to like I did like aesthetic nursing courses so I want to be kind of all about like health and beauty you know keeping people looking well Joe from the outside like with the cosmetic nursing then like doing their training and nutrition just kind of helping people feel better about themselves really um and what would be like your if you were to give like one piece of advice to to who to i don't know to we'll say anyone who's maybe we'll say maybe in bad shape in not the greatest shape or shape they wouldn't want to be in or is maybe slightly you know an unhealthy lifestyle or is maybe mentally not 100 percent give is there a piece of advice you could give to them or i think they need to sign up with a coach like i think everybody needs a coach like even though like I studied exercise and health fitness and I did a nutritionist course like I still would have a coach because you need to be accountable to somebody or else you there's nothing to motivate you like if you don't have someone to check in with every week um like the first step is just signing up with a coach because then they'll keep you on your toes like they'll be like don't send me your check-in oh how's your meal plan going this week you're getting your sleep in like how's training going do you get me if, if you're just trying to do it yourself then so you won't be as disciplined. Do you know if you know, like I, I, I have a way in tomorrow. You're not going to be like going out drinking the night before. It's your kind of way. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, people kind of have to get um, have to have that like self. Um, you know, have to be able to discipline themselves, I suppose a bit. But yeah, you are, you are probably you're probably not wrong about having the coach and someone to someone to keep you accountable. But like the self accountability thing, I suppose is is kind of what you need as well, because like like let's say a week the coach is gone like it's it's what happens then so like they probably have to have something and I suppose like the fact they have the coach maybe that helps like dig in like the self-accountability a bit as well so maybe it teaches them that lesson maybe that they don't already have so yeah like I've just seen everybody even like the top trainers they all have coaches so I think that everyone needs a coach everyone just needs somebody to be accountable to and to keep them motivated mm. and Joe you know, to sit down and like talk to about their goals with like that person that's going to help them reach their goals mm. um and what are your speaking about goals what are your goals for the next six 12 months they're kind of the main goals was just to go into aesthetic nursing and become a coach they were like uh, set up a coaching platform online and bring out the ebook then I kind of want I want to move to America as well so I'm going to America next month but I'm applying for my visa so I'd love to move to America as well in the future just because there's way more opportunities like every I've been kind of over and back there for years and every time I go there there's so much opportunity there compared to here so that'd be another big goal for me is to move to America uh, do you mean like in terms of like social media and like just in terms of everything just more opportunities yeah, there's way more opportunities in America for like everything I do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably not wrong to be fair. Well, and I suppose better, like... better pay as well. Like here, the pay is so bad. 
for a lot of things here in Ireland. And I find Irish people, they don't want to spend money as well, or they don't really want to invest in themselves. Whereas Joe in America, they say it's the land of opportunity. There's money to spend there and there's loads of opportunities and you can do what you love. Everyone can work at what they love there and make money from it. Whereas here, you know, not everyone can. There's not that kind of the same opportunity. Yeah, why do you think that it, do you have any idea why do you think that is? Like, you know, you talk about like the land of opportunity and like Ireland being so like people, well, you say like people not wanting to invest in themselves. You mean like people not, how do you mean, how do you mean that exactly? Like just say investing in yourself would be like, you know, getting a coach. I don't know, doing other things like, in, like investing in things you want to do. Like a lot of people in Ireland, it's like, I don't know, are they afraid that if they step out of their comfort zone, people will talk about them or things like that, but people don't really push themselves here like they do in America. Like when, when I'm in America, the people there, they have like four jobs. Like most people here would have like one job. How, how can you have four, four jobs? Yeah, Jesus. They, they literally, like anyone I would talk to, they'd have so many different like businesses and they're always kind of like, on the go they're really like ambitious over there and they all you know they all wake up early like a lot of them would like don't wake up early and be real motivated it's just and it's the weather as well i think do you think yeah 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 jesus um yeah the lot yeah jesus you know, the same as australia like when i was in australia i remember i'd wake up before my alarm even went off and you know everyone like would be in that kind of healthy kind of fix as well like but everything in moderation joe you'd still go out socializing and have a few drinks and everything but everything was kind of in in moderation yeah we do seem to be kind of behind in that side of things in ireland like we probably aren't like the ambition thing i don't see it in many like you probably like go to different circles and see it i do even find like you know in dublin Mm. i think people are more like, do you know, I always remember, like, when I started modeling, like, always the events in Dublin were always, like, the best. Then everyone, like, dressed well in Dublin or, or wore something different. Do you know, like, you'd see a guy out wearing, like, a pink shirt. But if he wore a pink shirt here in, like, anywhere else in Ireland, he'd be slagged. Do you know what Or they'd yeah. be really, like, fancy dressed. Whereas I think people are afraid to do that anywhere. Do you know? Yeah, no, it's very, yeah, like, sped, like out in the country. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, yeah. No, it's very, it'd be very tough, like, yeah. Uh, but it, I don't know why it is that way. Like, I think it's just, we just, we just aren't to say there's just different, it's a different set of people. Like, that's just the way it is. But yeah, I, I do get what you mean. Like it is, Dublin is a lot more kind of like groovy and like open and thing. Like it probably does have, it's probably the closest thing in Ireland to like the American kind of mindset, you know, like just very open and yeah, not too judgy. Like I feel like Ireland is it, like Ireland's a great country. Like I do love living here, but it is quite like, you can like tell even when you're walking down the street, the people like are judging you a bit sometimes. Like maybe that's just me. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it, there's there's a bit of that in Ireland, in fairness. And there's probably a bit of like, like, you know, wanting people to just do as well as you, but not wanting them to get too high. And there is a thing about knocking other people down as well, which you kind of said as well with the, the, the other nurses, like, and just kind of like slagging you off. And some of it is innocent, but like there is like a bit of truth in it as well. Like, yeah. But I remember I went to like, like I was feeling like a bit down about it all because I was like, oh, like it's actually really hard. Like I'm on prep and drive these people like Joe slag me or like bringing down me down in work, you know. 
And I went to like a life coach and she basically was saying that like those people that are saying it, like they're obviously like overweight. So like they were like overweight, the people that were sagging me. So no one that was actually like Joe Healthy was like sagging me. It was only these people that were like overweight, like eating very unhealthy foods. Um, Joe just going from work to home didn't like um, Joe that I did. You know, I had a hobby outside work, but she just said it's people that have insecurities. They'll be the ones that will do that or else people that see something in you that they want. They'll be the ones that will try to bring you down. But like, like just say, I, I remember I was talking to a friend of Bono's before and he said that when Bono's away in America, like he tells everyone like, you know, what he has and everything. Um, but when he's in Ireland, he like dims himself down because people will just begrudge him if he told people how kind of well he's doing. Whereas it's like in other countries, they'll want you to do well, because if they hang out with you and you're doing well, then they're also doing well. But sometimes in Ireland, they kind of some like there is people in Ireland and like they want you to do well. But then there is people that have that kind of other mindset that would kind of begrudge others or try and bring them down yeah yeah we are a weird bunch in fairness in that way um the last uh, thing i always just kind of finish with this question i guess is like are you are you happy at this like moment in life yeah i'm really happy with kind of what i've achieved and what's coming so yeah i am really happy like i couldn't fault anything that's going on in my life at the moment. I think everything's kind of going in the right direction for me. As always, thanks so much for listening. So much work goes into this every week and it's it's savage to see people actually taking time out of their days to, to listen in and hopefully enjoy it as well. Um, you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Don't be afraid to interact with us or drop a DM or something like that. Anyway, take care of yourself and hopefully I'll see you for the next episode. Thank you.